From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right. Um, we are still the new definition of color commentary, and boy, have we got plenty for you today. The start of a brand new week of adventures in broadcasting, or podcasting, whichever you prefer. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had yourself a great weekend. And uh, before we get into the boatload of stuff that we have to deal with today, um, always just send us an email with questions, comments, shout outs, whatever you want uh, to inblackandright at gmail.com or just check out our website inblackandright.net. And we're going to be making some updates here pretty soon, uh, probably today. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, making some changes uh, in the uh, <clears throat> in our schedule, um, but nothing major. Uh, well, anyway, oh my goodness, I just there's so much going on, and it's kind of got me a little bit uh, confused. But it's okay. We're going to straighten this out, and believe you me, it's going to be a it's going to be a hot one. Uh, First of all, the big one of the big stories that came out earlier today, uh, an exclusive from the Gateway Pundit, uh, Joe Hoft and his crew over there. Boy, they are, whew, they are def. I mean, they're breaking out some serious stuff here, uh, stuff that's so hot, so potentially toxic. They are asking for prayers uh, for the Gateway Pundit because. They're exclusives that are coming directly from Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. Uh, they're definitely revealing some big time documents, uh, classified material that was found on Hunter's laptop. Now, and some people, especially those who seem to have no problem with this, is like, well, that's an old story. That's an old story. Well, let's see. The FBI has had Hunter's laptop since December of 2019. Three years they've had it. And the contents of it, oh man, apparently there were quite a few folks who copied a lot of what was on that laptop. Uh, people like Rudy Giuliani. Uh, you also have people like New York Post columnist Miranda Devine, who has been on a tear uh, as of late. She even has, uh, and just looking at um, some of the material from the Gateway Pundit. Now, Miranda Devine reported on an email last week from the laptop that appeared to include classified material from the U.S. government. And the um, uh, Gateway Pundit has begun to release uh, some really just almost like toxic nuclear stuff, uh, numerous criminal acts by President, uh, sorry, by Joe Biden and his son Hunter. I really can't call Joe Biden president. I just can't, not in good conscience. But what's 
being revealed by the Gateway Pundit, it's, I mean, it's just, wow. Uh, just, to, to, I mean, wow. A second email. I mean, just looking at just some of the headlines uh, of some of their work. Uh, second Hunter Biden email from laptop with classified information has been uncovered. Hunter shared with Ukraine business colleagues. More coming. Well, okay, here we go. A third email from Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, with classified information has been uncovered, a classified White House conference call shared with Hunter's Ukrainian business partners. And even more coming. And that's just the first two. And yeah, because I do believe Joe Hoft and his team over there know the more they put this stuff out from Hunter's laptop, I'm more interested, I guess, and a, a talk show host uh, from my beloved hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina, brought this up as well. What about Hunter's current laptop? Hmm? Now, we already see what's going on that from the old laptop that got left at a Delaware computer shop, computer repair shop, and the poor guy who used to own the shop, things got so nutty for him and the threats and everything from the FBI, he had to close up shop and move somewhere else. It's that bad, folks. But as it said, uh, Miranda Devine first started this out, and I'd love to play uh, a, a brief uh, section of an interview that she did with Tucker Carlson and uh, and started the ball rolling for the Gateway Pundit. So this is going to be fun, folks, but I'd like to start it out with Miranda Devine and her conversation with, uh, with Tucker Carlson on his Fox News program. So hang on. All right, here we go. Well, it's, well, it just looks like projection from uh, Joe Biden, doesn't it? As usual, it's the Democrats' tool of trade to accuse their opponents of the very sins that they are committing. Um, it's a little obvious in this case now, and you just wonder uh, why it's come out and really what the true story is about these confidential documents. Um, but as far as the University of Pennsylvania goes, there's a long, incestuous symbiotic relationship with the Bidens. Joe Biden, uh, you know, got his grandchildren in there. He got the children of friends in there. He treated it as uh, his own little playpen. And, of course, when he stepped down from being vice president, uh, he was paid almost a million dollars by the University of Pennsylvania. He put his name on that supposed think tank. Um, and uh, in return, I suppose, his name attracted a lot of China Chinese money. Uh, as you just said, there was, uh, you know, the amount of money that came in uh, from China to the university after Joe Biden opened that um, think tank uh, quadrupled, almost quadrupled. It went from about 20 million to um, uh, over 70, almost 70. Oh, ouch. Man, I, God, I, I'm so glad. I, I, 
She is definitely someone you need to read. Read her column in the New York Post uh, about the situation, uh, gosh, for at least about, what, the last few couple of years uh, before the 2020 election and everything else. So, yeah, Miranda Devine really got the ball rolling, and now the Gateway Pundit is now taking it from there, and I think they're going a whole lot farther. And, oh, man, oh, man. That's crazy what they're going to do. I mean, so much so that they're asking for prayer. Now, certainly, uh, we at In Black and Right believe in God. We believe in his word, the power of prayer, and his Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll be definitely praying for uh, the folks at the Gateway Pundit. And if you are a person of faith, I ask that you would join your prayers with mine for Joe Hopped, his staff, because they could be getting into a real big time hornet's nest uh, with some of this stuff. But this is the year, I believe, 2023 being a year of reckoning. The truth needs to be exposed and praying for those who are exposing that truth is vital because this regime is just so loaded with so much corruption and graft and just a whole lot of bull and the incestuous relationship that they have with the mainstream corporate media. Uh, I mean, Democrats or Democrats, whichever you prefer, uh, with uh, CNN, MSLSD, the Washington, uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times, I mean, you name it, every major uh, news outlet, mainstream news outlet, yeah, they've tried a lot. They worked very hard to uh, try to keep this a secret, and now it's really coming out. And I'm really interested to see how long uh, the Jake Tappers, the Wolf Blitzers, the MSLSD uh, mental patients. I mean, oh my gosh, I've never MSLSD has is to me a news network loaded with mental patients and no psychiatrist to treat them. Because some of the things that come out of their mouths from people like Lawrence O'Donnell, oh, and definitely Joy Reid, that's one seriously messed up black woman or woman, period. The fact that she's black doesn't really really doesn't matter but man oh man that is absolutely one of the craziest things i've ever heard but so yes please please oh please pray for the folks at the gateway pundit i'm going to be putting the links to their stories on in blackandright.net because this is something that needs to be done now i don't know exactly i mean there's so many questions you know, why, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not even going to go through them right now because they're going to be brought up. And I sincerely hope uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee and the, and the subcommittee on the weaponization of government, I sincerely hope to God you are getting your people going because there's, I haven't heard anything. Uh, no indications about when there are going to be hearings 
who's going to be subpoenaed, so on and so forth. So Jim Jordan, love you, man, but get with the program and get it in gear because this is absolutely nuts. And yes, same thing for Jim Comer uh, in the Oversight Committee. Time to get going, folks. This is absolutely nothing short of waggy. Well, anyway, so we're... So let's kind of move on here. Let's see. Ah, yes. This is just wonderful. From uh, the Ed... No, actually, no. Well, I'll, I'll skip that one for now. But yes, my friends. Uh, our woke military cannot seem to make up its ever-loving mind. Now, uh, in the no, in the latest National Defense Authorization Act, the the vaccine mandate for members of the military from this moment forward has already kicked in. But, um, but sadly, uh, there's a well. I don't know if you want to call it a loophole or what have you, but a story from just the news. West Point reimposes travel ban on unvaxxed cadets despite the repeal of military vax mandates. Now this does not make much sense to me. Well, as if anything the Biden administration does, it's just ooh. Anyway, now this story, even though yes, we now have a repeal of the vaccine mandate, but apparently this does not apply to our nation's service academies. Now, just reading some of the story here uh, from the one of the great reporters, Natalia Middlestad, and this is just crazy. Uh, just reading the, just a little bit of this, but boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is absolutely nutty. Anyway, the uh, the story starts out the united states military academy is reimposing restrictions on unvaccinated cadets despite the lifting of the military's covid 19 vaccine mandate uh, reports military attorney r davis younts a reversal that comes even as congress moves legislation seeking redress for service members dismissed for vaccine refusal now in a way, as much as I appreciate Congress's efforts, just stop in here for a minute, this is, you need a president who actually has some brains, a spine, and stones. That would be one Donald J. Trump. Because not only do the members of our military who were kicked out because they wouldn't take the stupid jab, they need to be reinstated given their back pay and get and they will get an apology if trump is going to be the next commander in chief they will and because this is so dis, this is so disgusting and unfair i mean you and reading continuing on in the story the department of the of defense rescinded the military vaccine mandate pursuant to the december 23rd enactment of the 2023 national defense authorization act which included a measure to repeal the mandate. During the height of the pandemic, West Point Im implemented a, a policy prohibiting cadets from traveling for sports or other events. After the vaccine was made available, 
only unvaccinated cadets were restricted from traveling. Then last semester, while the military vaccine mandate was still in place, West Point dropped the policy allowing unvaccinated cadets to travel for sports, the Army-Navy game, and other events. After the Pentagon lifted the vaccine mandate, however, West Point reinstated the travel ban for unvaccinated cadets. Putting the quote-unquote restrictions back in place after the mandate was rescinded feels like coercion, quote-unquote, to force vaccination on the cadets. And hello, exactly. Come on, West Point. Your distinguished history and the people who have graduated from your hallowed halls and now you're pulling this crap? Yeah, it's like, okay, we'll get rid of the mandate. Okay, yay, great for the unvaccinated cadets, but oh no, we're going to reimpose it. I'm going, what the hell? I'm sorry. Can you not make up your minds, people? What are you, what are you doing to all these cadets, uh, the midshipmen at the Navy Aca Naval Academy, Air Force Academy? I mean, my gosh. I'm, well, did anybody hear about the football player from the Air Force Academy? Young man, great future, young, strong, healthy, and he leaves his dorm to go to class, and he drops dead on campus. I mean, come on, folks. Really? This makes, this is messed up, folks. It is absolutely, positively, all kinds of messed up. So, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but, yeah. that That's crazy. I mean, it, it creates too many double standards. It's like, if you're an unvaccinated cadet at West Point, you couldn't travel, but then they lifted it and that's okay, everything's great, and now it, it's back on again. It's like, make up your mind, West Point. What are you doing to our nation's next generation of military leaders? Turning them woke? That's bad enough. But you're going through this whole game of vax, unvax, oh, you know, you get rid of it through a congressional, through congressional legislation, but, oh no, we're going to put it back because we're not somehow a part of that. It's like, I'm sorry, but when these cadets graduate, I mean, any academy, be it West Point, Annapolis, the Air Force Academy, where do you think they're going to go? They're going to go right straight into the military and serve their country. So make up your freaking minds. This is not fair to do this to our nation's cadets. It's not fair at all. It's just not. So I don't know what the deal is, but hey, that, that, this is exactly why Joe Biden's America is really nothing more than a twilight, a really bad Twilight Zone episode if you're taking like hallucinogens. Because they, you, because it makes no sense. It absolutely makes no sense. Now, you know, along the very same category of things not making sense, I gotta play you something, folks. Uh, at least it's a video that was at least it's the audio of the video of, of a video that was done by 
Senator Mitt Betwit Romney of Utah. Hey, Utah, you've got a beautiful state. Uh, you better have yourself somebody who's going to primary this clown uh, in 2024 because if he's going to continue to represent uh, your beautiful state, uh, yeah, you're going to have problems, y'all. I mean, you've got a Republican governor. You have a Republican senator who's a part of the Uniparty. Uh, Mike Lee, not so much, uh, I don't think. He tends to be one of the good guys, but... I mean, look at states like Arkansas. Two Republican senators, totally uniparty, voted for the omnibus bill. That's messed up. And you got a great governor in Sarah Sanders. South Dakota, same thing. John Thune, Mike Rogers, uh, both supposedly Republican. And they voted for the omnibus bill too. And Christy Nome just got reelected for another term. Uh, what is up with South Dakota, especially when it comes to the establishment Republicans? I don't get that. Anyway, Mitt the Twit Romney did this, uh, <laughs> did this video. It's not very long at all, but I have to play it in its full context because there are a lot of things he says that are absolutely brain dead. And it's specifically dealing dealing in the right context. He's talking about why are we, the United States, giving all this money to the Ukraine? And why is it, you know, I'm trying to pathetically explain why it's in our nation's best interest uh, to support the Ukraine. And... It is not making one, it doesn't make one lick of sense, but I want you to hear it in its full context. And believe me, folks, if you're not scratching your head at the end of this, something's not something's not right because it, it left me scratching my head wondering, how do you come up with this? But anyway, I will let uh, Senator Romney uh, speak for himself on that one. So, Mitt Romney, here we go. And, uh, you know, I begin, of course, with just the humanitarian reality, which is we care about human life and about the suffering that's going on in Ukraine. We're uh, uh, just appalled by the fact that Russia has invaded a peaceful, sovereign nation next door. But the question also is asked, well, why is this of, of American interest? Not just humanitarian interest, but why is this good for the American people? And, and there are a number of reasons. Number one is that Americans are more prosperous. We have better jobs and better incomes and, and better prospects for our future if the world is at peace. If the world is in conflict, things aren't good for us, as well as for the people around the world. But conflict makes us less well off. So a peaceful world makes us better off. It's good for Americans. And uh, when you have a nation that feels it can invade their neighbor without a response, without a reaction, you can have that happening more and more and more because that kind of violence spreads. Now, secondly, we've learned through sad history that when one country begins to feel they can take over another country and invade them, ultimately, that keeps on spreading and involves us. And we end up being attacked ourselves. That's one of the lessons of history, which is that violence in the world spreads and it ultimately comes to our own shores. Now, there's another reason that we uh, have interest in what's going on there. And that is because there's a nation, Russia, 
which is a geopolitical adversary. We're not at war with Russia, but they're an opponent. They actually have 1,500 nuclear warheads aimed at us. And we are, by virtue of supporting Ukraine in this, this war, depleting and diminishing the Russian military, which is aiming its weapons at us. So this is a good thing for our national security. And by the way, Russia is also China's only real ally. And so if we're concerned about China, weakening Russia is a very good thing. Finally, I note this, and that is that uh, the spending that we provide for Ukraine is very much consistent with, it's of the same manner as the spending we have for national defense. We spend about $750 billion a year on national defense. And the 20, 30, 40 billion that we're spending on Ukraine is basically in the same category. It is defending American interests, America's national security against adversaries that would threaten us. Uh, it, it, is, it is a way of weakening Russia's military, of weakening the China might to potentially invade their neighbor, Taiwan. Uh, and, and so it's of one kind. So when people say, well, what does this do for America? Well, uh, why do we spend money on national defense? We can just take all that money and spend it here on ourselves. But we spend on national defense because we know that if we do so, it makes it more likely we'll be safe and prosperous and our lives will be spared. But if instead we didn't do that, we would put ourselves in great jeopardy. So I just note that if you don't believe that we should be spending on Ukraine, then you probably should say we shouldn't be spending on national defense. And that makes no sense at all. Say what? Oh, uh, 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 mercy. Okay. First of all, yes. I can understand having compassion for the people of the Ukraine because they're the ones who are getting the short end of the stick. They're the ones who have suffered and are suffering big time right now because he wants to talk about humanitarian crisis and humanitarian efforts. And yes, my heart does go out to the Ukrainian people, but trying to say that, well, if you don't want us if you don't like sending money to the Ukraine, then you must not like national defense. How about, what the hell does that mean, Mitt? What the heck does that mean? Because frankly, uh, I have no problem with national defense. I really don't, but I do have a problem with wasting money, giving tens of billions of dollars, I mean, I think we're well over $100 billion now. We're going to be giving them uh, the use of our M1 Abrams tanks. The Germans are throwing in their uh, Leopard 2 tanks. And I think even the British are throwing in a few of their Challenger tanks. Because it is not about defending the Ukraine anymore from Russia. If you're going to send these tanks that are going to require... American logistics, American maintenance, American weaponry. This is not a defending uh, the Ukraine from Russia anymore. This is a mission to take back the Crimea from the Russians. And frankly, I do not see at all what the vital American interest is in that. You didn't explain it. And number two, if you're talking about people invading a country, have you been to the southern border, Senator Romney? 
we are getting invaded not just by one country, but by people from multiple countries. Not just Central, not just Mexico or Central America. We're getting South America. We're getting Africa. We're getting even people from China, and we're getting MS-13 gang members. These countries down in Central America are clearing out their prisons, their mental institutions. You've essentially have said an invasion in Russia bad, an invasion by millions of illegal immigrants good. I'm like, yeah, how do you come up with that? Serious business. How do you come up with that? That is absolutely the most bass backwards explanation. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's pretty asinine, to be perfectly honest. How, how are you figuring this out? You know, to say that, well, if you don't want us, if you, if you don't want us to help the Ukraine, you don't want national security. I said, Pfft. Are you kidding me? I mean, are, are you absolutely kidding me? That has got to be the most, one of the most brain-dead things I've heard in a while. People want our country protected. That's why there is national defense. But if you're not going to put American interests first and foremost, then is it any wonder why people are ticked off at you and people like Tom Cotton and all of, and Lindsey Graham and all you other Zelensky fanboys amongst the Senate Republicans? I mean, seriously. Ugh. Uh, I, I don't even know what to do with that. I, I really do not know. Oh, but one, especially if you're talking about immigration, here's a story that should really take you off. And I want to finish this today finish off for today's show. You'll love this. This is why public education is a straight up mess and why mama bears and papa bears are running for school boards all over the country. <clears throat> now, this is another great story from Just the News uh, and the headline, Rhode Island School Under Scrutiny for Soliciting Funds for Cartel Human Smuggler. And I'm not going to get too far into the story, but boy, you got to hear some of this. Because if it doesn't make you mad or scratch your head, I think something's wrong. Because this is not the job of public education or public ed education administrators. Hang tight. Here we go. Employees of a Rhode Island high school are under scrutiny for allegedly engaging in a scheme involving a student who was reportedly smuggled into the U.S. by a Mexican cartel coyote or human trafficker. On, mm, excuse me, on Thursday night, Assistant Principal Stephanie Harvey of Mount Pleasant High School in Providence, Rhode Island, sent an email to school staff stating, and I quote, Hello team, please see the message below regarding your consideration for an urgent matter to support one of our own students here at Mount. And it continues, quote, we have a student who came to America with Coyote, and which is a group that helps people. This group gives you a time frame to make a payment of $5,000 to those who bring them into the States. Our student needs our urgent support to raise another $2,000 to meet 
his $5,000 goal by Friday, not Friday, by February 1st, uh, this Wednesday. Please consider helping if you can by donating on Friday, uh, and so on and so on. There's somebody who's going to be collecting money uh, early in the morning from 8 a.m. to 8.45. Now, this, my friends, I, I read this and I just went, are you freaking serious? I mean, you have an educator, an assistant principal, an administrator of a public high school saying that, oh yeah, we have, we have to help these people because Coyotes, which is a group that helps people, uh, help what was severely missing uh, from Ms. Harvey's email, helps people do what? Coyotes, and many of you all know what they do, they get into some very nefarious dealings. It's not just, uh, which include not just human smuggling, but sex trafficking of kids. That's sick, that's twisted, and now you have a school administrator of a public school uh, trying to uh, help raise money to pay off a human smuggler uh, connected with a Mexican cartel. Yeah, is now do you, can you understand why there are parents across this country who are running for school boards one place at a time, one county at a time? Because of stupid stuff like this. Helping raise money to help a human smuggler? A criminal and using a public school and its pub and its staff to do the job can anybody tell me how that is helping education I mean seriously can anybody tell me can anybody tell me so I don't know I mean, can anybody understand why there are some headaches that even Tylenol can't fix? And this is right in our own country. Public schools trying to help a human smuggler by raising money. Ay, 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 ay. Well, folks, I don't know what to tell you on that one, but hey. <sighs> I need myself a break, so... I'm just going to call it a day today. I just want to thank everybody uh, for listening. And for those who might be new, you can always find our audio version of In Black and Right on any podcast platform. We are on all of them. Just pick one, uh, subscribe, and boom, you'll be receiving notifications every time a new episode uh, is coming. And we will have a new episode up uh, within the hour. So take care, everybody. God bless. And always remember, patriots still come in all colors.